Welcome to episode number 119 of Quality Christian Living. I am your host, David Friend. We're in a series dealing basically about how to handle life. You know, sometimes the little things in life get us down more than some of the bigger challenges we face. So we're on a series of discussions about the issues of life that we need to learn how to handle. So with that, today I'm going to focus on something dealing with God is our source for anything or anything that's worthwhile in our life. So before we get going, let's pray and ask for God's touch. Heavenly Father, we invite the Holy Spirit now to take control and take charge of this podcast. I pray that you would touch those who are listening in today, Lord, that they would receive something very special, Lord, as we examine, Lord, that you are our source for anything of value, anything, Father God, that you want in our life. I pray your blessing would come down upon the listeners. And Father, as I bring this message, that you would anoint the words that I have to speak. Help us as we deal with your scriptures that talk about the issues of today's podcast. Bless it now and anoint it, I ask in Jesus' name. Amen. In this podcast, we're going to deal with some things I believe that will change your focus on life. A lot of folks struggle with hope and thinking of having a successful life or having prosperity in her life, just simply having successful things, Father, like maybe having a nice home or a nice car, or marrying the right person, which is vital, having children and your children grow up serving the Lord. These are all things we dream about and we think about and we pray about. But today, I'm going to give you some tools. I'm going to give you some what I call steps to success because today's session is entitled, God is our source for success. And he is. He's the one who wants to bless us. You know, I end every podcast with a statement that says, may you prosper and be in good health, even as your soul prospers. The reason I read that to people is I want to leave them with something that's positive and encouraging to help them realize that God wants to bless us. So we're going to get into the scriptures in just a moment. But before we do that, I need to do a little introduction on today's session. Let's define the word success. Basically, my definition of it would be to accomplish our purpose in life. Now, that's really quite a goal. That would be success. Because if we are operating in God's plan and God's purpose for our life, and we accomplish that, we have been extremely successful. A lot of folks think that success can only be measured in the amount of money that they have or the value of their home or their automobile. They think that success is something that people look up to you. They honor you. Now, don't get me wrong. I don't have a problem with people honoring people and people being thankful for other people being helpful. I also don't have a problem with people who have a nice home or a nice car or money in the bank. Those are wonderful things. But that's just part of life. And that's a part of life where some are blessed in one way or another differently than others are. But true success, quite frankly, is just simply being able to accomplish our purpose. So with that, let's look at an example of an amazing person who I consider one of the most successful people who's ever lived. She was Mother Teresa. She was a Catholic nun who helped feed and clothe tens of thousands of hurting people in India. She never attained financial success but yet is considered one of the greatest and most successful missionaries who ever lived. Think about that. She never had any finances, never had any money. So it's important we understand that that success is not defined solely on material wealth because Mother Teresa, truly, you bring up her name and people are just admire her, look up to her, and think of what she did for so many people. As we move further into 
this podcast, I think that we need to be in agreement that God wants us to be successful in life. There's a lot of folks out there that have a problem with that. They're challenged by that. They wonder why other people are blessed financially more than they are. And sometimes I think they hold that against the Lord. You see, the Word of God is filled with examples of how God wants to bless us and how He wants to prosper us and how He wants to help His people live successful lives. You know, we read in the book of Deuteronomy that God led His people out of slavery in Egypt. He part of the Red Seas to protect them from the Egyptians. He fed them with food from heaven and called it manna. So God has many, many examples of how he blessed people and protected his people and wanted them to be successful and to prosper. So with that, we're going to get into God's word now and look at some examples and go through some steps that I think are crucial. I call them steps to success. So let's turn in our Bibles now to the book of Deuteronomy. I'm reading in the New Living Translation in Deuteronomy chapter 8 and verse 18. It says here, Remember the Lord your God. He is the one who gives you power to be successful in order to fulfill the covenant he confirmed to your ancestors with an oath. Now, when I use that scripture, it's because I want you to go back in the Old Testament and show you from the beginning of time, God wanted us to be successful. He wanted Adam and Eve to be successful in the Garden of Eden. I believe it was God's plan to just have Adam and Eve in the garden and have conversations and a relationship with them and just enjoy his creation, enjoy them, and basically that would be his plan. But then sin came into the world and ruined that relationship with God, and therefore man has suffered from that day forward. But even with that, God speaks about how he wants to bless people. But it's interesting when we read that scripture, there's something we need to look at. It says here, it says, remember the Lord your God. He is the one who gives you power to be successful. Now, a lot of folks would go past that thought and just look at the successful part of it. But he gives us the power, the ability to be successful. He places in us a goal and a purpose. And if we achieve that purpose, we are successful. But that power is something that we have. It's something that he's granted to us. He's given to us. So right now, those of you who are listening in, I'd like for you to basically say something like that. Father, I receive that power. I receive that power to receive the success in my life and to accomplish your purpose in my life so that I can experience the kind of success that's being taught here today. You see, receive that. That's something you've got to grab a hold of. And we've got to realize that God's purpose is to bless us. His goal is to bless us. His goal is to help us and to always be by our side and to lead us and guide us just like he did the people of Israel, how he protected them and took them from danger and basically was always with them. He's the same way with us today. He, he never changes. The Word of God tells us that he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. So God wants to bless you. So he's given you that power. So receive it now and thank him for that power to be successful in whatever we do. Now let's move on in the scriptures and look for some more examples of how God wants us to receive success. I'm going to go to the book of Proverbs because it's one of my favorite books in the Bible. It has so much instructions on how we should live and how we should deal with the issues of life. I'm reading in Proverbs chapter 1, verse 1. We'll read a few scriptures here, a few verses, and see how the Lord shows us how to receive success. I'm reading in the New Living Translation, Proverbs chapter 1 and verse 1. These are the Proverbs of Solomon, David's son, king of Israel. Their purpose is to teach people wisdom and discipline, to help them understand the insights of the wise. Their purpose is to teach people to live disciplined and successful lives, to help them do what is right, just and fair. 
These Proverbs will give insight to the simple knowledge and discernment to the young. You know, I could go on and on just reading that first chapter of the book of Proverbs, but we're going to stop because I want to focus on success. So here we're looking at something that was written a few thousand years ago. And to think that it's so relevant to today, that's the wonder and glory of God's word. Going back to verse 3, it said, the Proverbs, it says, their purpose is to teach people to live disciplined and successful lives. You see, discipline and success go together. Now, all my life, people have told me that they think I'm a very disciplined person because just because I like to exercise and because I like to eat right and because I just kind of like to take care of myself. And I don't really consider myself very disciplined at all because maybe in other areas of my life, I'm not as disciplined as I'd like to be. But I do know for one thing that you've got to discipline yourself to receive success in life. It just doesn't come easy. A lot of people will talk to a basketball player and say, how come you were so hugely successful and what a great success when you got into the National Basketball Association and now you're making these incredible amounts of money and so successful, this must have happened overnight. And many times that basketball player will say, no, you see, I started playing basketball when I was four or five years old, started learning how to dribble the ball. And I learned how to shoot it when I was about five or six years old. Then I learned how to kind of play the game at seven or eight or nine years of age. Then I went into high school, played for four years in high school. Then I went into college and played four more years in college. And now I've been in the National Basketball Association for six or seven or eight years. And my game has kind of come together. He says, I've been disciplined. I've disciplined myself to keep myself in good condition, to prepare for success. And so the reason I tell you that story is that a lot of people think that success comes overnight. And in, in most cases, the vast majority of cases, it does not come overnight. Matter of fact, success is something that we earn. Success is something that we learn from other people. People sometimes go out and play the lottery and they put money down in one out of 200 million tickets are sold and this one individual wins a million or 10 million dollars or whatever it might be and they become an instant quote success. Well, that may or not be success in your life. Many times people who receive instant success through the lottery or through an inheritance, they're not prepared for it. I've got many stories of people that I knew in the banking business when I was a banker for about 16 years. And during that period of time, I saw people came in who were very hardworking people who were very successful with their business and with their life and others who would look at them and be jealous of those people and think, well, how come I can't have that success? And then they might have a relative pass away and leave them money and all of a sudden they don't know what to do with it. They're not prepared for it. And many folks who get great success in finances overnight run into major problems like drug addiction and alcohol addiction or they if they're married they wind up losing their spouse or their children and their life becomes miserable. So just because a person has financial success doesn't mean that he has true success in his life. Because remember the theme of this teaching is success is to accomplish our purpose in life. Let's move on in the book of Proverbs and look for another scripture that I use many times in counseling when I'm talking to people who are going into business and they want to know how to accomplish certain things. And I always get the Bible out and show them what the instructions are in the Word of God. So if we read in Proverbs chapter 15 and verse number 22, it talks about how to receive success. It says, plans go wrong for lack of advice. Many advisors bring success. That's another step in our road to success. And that is to seek counsel from other people. Many individuals have an idea, a great idea, but they need others to come alongside of them to make that idea become something of reality. Just because a person has a great idea doesn't mean it'll automatically be a success. 
Many times it takes a, an idea and then a planner and then someone who can work in the area of finance, others who are good at managing people, others might be good at doing production. It goes on and on you, and you build a team. And so therefore this scripture that was written long time ago talks about plans go wrong for lack of advice. Many advisors bring success. So remember, one of the steps is to seek counsel, to seek advice, to pray and seek God's word for instructions and direction. Now let's look at another passage of scripture that gives us instruction on how to receive success. Another one of my steps to success is found in the book of Psalms, and it's Psalm 90, that's 9-0, and it's verse number 17. Let me read it to you in the New Living Translation. And may the Lord our God show us his approval. Obviously, to be successful, we need God's approval. And make our efforts successful. Yes, make our efforts successful. So another step is to seek God's approval of what we're going to do. Now, you say, well, how do I get God's approval? I can't write a letter to heaven. Well, you know, you, you really can. It's called prayer. It's called reading his word and reading his instructions manual on how to be successful. When we get approval from God, what it means is that we are at peace and that the Holy Spirit is guiding us and directing us. So the decisions that we've made, we've sought counsel, we've sought his word, we've prayed, and now we're looking for peace to move forward, to be successful in that idea or that function or that thing that we need to have success in our life. So don't ever forget the importance of communication with the Lord. And we write him a letter through prayer. We get his advice through looking at his word. And we have success when we do both of those things together. And we add discipline and wisdom to it and good counsel. And we are on the road to great success. Now let's look back in the Old Testament at First Chronicles and chapter number 22, where we're hearing about David and Solomon. David was talking to his son Solomon. He says, you know, you're, you're young and you're inexperienced, so I'm going to raise the money that's needed and get the materials that's needed to build the temple, but I'm not going to build it because God doesn't want me to, but you're going to build the temple. So David is giving instruction to his son Solomon. And so he's talking to him here in the book of Chronicles, and the lesson he's giving him is helping him to learn how to be successful. And he says here in 1 Chronicles chapter 22, verse number 11, he says, now, my son, may the Lord be with you and give you success as you follow his instructions. Let's stop there for a second. You see, God will give us success as we follow his instructions. Now, I've talked about that already. His instructions are found through prayer, through his word, and through counsel. So he says, you're going to have success, my son. He says, you will have success, but you need to follow his instructions. It says, in building the temple of the Lord our God, and may the Lord give you wisdom and understanding that you may obey the law of God as you rule over Israel. For you will be successful, listen to this, if you carefully obey the decrees and regulations that the Lord gave to Israel through Moses. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or lose heart. Boy, there's a package for you. I mean, I could have just basically used those few scriptures to teach this entire lesson on how to find success. So another step to success is to be strong and courageous. And don't be afraid or lose heart. Don't get disappointed if you haven't received the success that you want to have in your life. 
You see, many times success is there and we don't give give ourselves credit for success. And the success that's there is just being obedient to the Lord, being obedient to his word and praying and seeking his face and his direction. You are achieving success in your life. And yet many times we get discouraged and we lose heart, as it says here. And David's telling his son, you've got a big project ahead of you and I don't want you to get discouraged. So remember, do everything he says that the Lord has told you to do and use the wisdom that God is going to give you and the understanding that you are going to have to be able to follow his instructions. So what a great step that is to get good instruction and to use wisdom and to have understanding of where you're supposed to go to fulfill God's call on your life to accomplish the purpose that you have in your life and then you'll have a success and you'll have great success. So David took time to spend that time with his son Solomon to explain to him the steps that need to be taken to be successful in his life and something that God has called him to do. Now, as we look at the Old Testament, we see so many examples of people having success and people having failures. And one thing that stands true through all this realm of seeking success was that those who followed the Lord and those who followed his instructions were successful. I think of all the kings that went after David and after Solomon, the kings who ruled Israel. And I think of Uzziah. Uzziah is found in 2 Chronicles chapter 26. Once again, I'm going to read out of the New Living Translation. And it says here that Uzziah was 16 years old when he became king, and he reigned in Jerusalem 52 years. His mother was Jecoliah from Jerusalem. He did what was pleasing in the Lord's sight, just as his father had done. Uzziah saw it. God during the days of Zechariah, who taught him to fear God. And listen to this. This is so awesome. And as long as the king sought guidance from the Lord, God gave him success. Boy, does that ever speak into our lives or whatever. You see, I had a real estate development company. We built custom homes. I did small office buildings. And it was something that we really enjoyed and something that God blessed us with. And it was really a pleasure to be able to do that. And I look back on those things. And as long as I sought guidance from the Lord, God gave us success in our projects. I look back on some projects where maybe I got kind of busy and got kind of a little overworked and was not focusing as much as I should have on what the Lord wants me to do. And I'd go out and buy a piece of property and build a house on it or something and try to sell it and have a very difficult time with it. And many times my wife and I would say, you know, why is that happening? How come we're not being blessed for this thing to sell? And in every situation, we did not take the time on that particular project to spend time with the Lord as much as we should have, to pray and seek his wisdom, his guidance and advice and to seek the leading of the Holy Spirit to give us wisdom to know, should we do this deal or should we pass from this deal? And every single time, without a doubt, when we didn't spend as much time in prayer or we didn't seek as much counsel as we should have from the Holy Spirit, we would make a poor decision and that project would not be successful. So I can look back and see the times that I sought counsel, the times that I sought wisdom from the Lord and I had discipline in my life. We made good decisions and God blessed our business. Fortunately, when we would make a mistake, God is very forgiving. He's He's a God of mercy and of grace. And he would have mercy on us and not allow a particular mistake to destroy our com- company or to cause us to go bankrupt or whatever. But God would give us another chance and another opportunity. And he will do the same for you when you're on the road to success and you're taking those steps daily and planning to have God bless you and expecting God to bless you and you make a mistake, it's not over. God is going to give you a second chance. He's the second chance God, the third chance God, the 100 chance God. He will continue to be there and let his mercy shine upon you. So remember, 
God's given us instructions. He's taught us how to be successful and how to experience failure. Let's choose his plan for success. You know, I'd be making a mistake if I didn't give you, as they call it, the rest of the story on Uzziah. You see, I just gave you the lead-in scripture that talked about, and as long as the king sought guidance from the Lord, God gave him success. Well, it goes on later in Second Chronicles chapter 26, where it says, Uzziah's sin and his punishment, and it's found in 26 verse 16, he says, but when he had become powerful, he also became proud, which led to his downfall. He sinned against the Lord, his God. You see, I don't need to go into all the things that he did as far as sin or whatever. He did something he shouldn't have done in the temple, and God said, that's that's not your role. That's not what you're supposed to do. That's not your purpose in your life. But Uzziah sinned, and he became very powerful, it says. But then many times when people become powerful and they become people of influence, they become proud. And the Bible warns us that pride comes before a fall. So we've got to remember that we've got to keep pride out of our life. But don't ever forget, when you make a mistake, and you're going to make them, we all do, that God is a forgiving God. He's a loving God. Go back to Him. Ask for forgiveness and move on and watch Him lead you in the steps of righteousness, godliness, and success. It's interesting as we go through the book of Chronicles, First and Second Chronicles, we see great stories of success and great stories of failure. And the thing that's consistent, the things that I want to leave you with from this podcast today is that you understand that God has a plan for your success. Now, let me just review a couple things before we move on and kind of wrap up this particular podcast. It's crucial that we understand that we we'd receive counsel from others when we're seeking success. The steps to success is to seek counsel, to seek advice. It's important that we understand that God looks at success many times differently than we do. You can have success from a failure. Now, I should explain that a little bit. What that means is that we can gain wisdom from past mistakes. When I teach people about decision making and how to make the right decision, I tell them to take a piece of paper and write down one side all the good things that this project or this decision has and all the bad things or all the trials or challenges it might have. Make a list of the two of them and then from that list pray about it and then seek for God's guidance. You should make a list, another list of the mistakes that you've made in the past. I think that's crucial. A lot of people say, well, shouldn't we just forget those and let those go? I don't think so. I think many times some of the greatest wisdom that we get is from the mistakes or the lessons that we've learned from past failures. I mentioned earlier about the business that my wife and I had. It was a home building company. And I can tell you, when we would have a project, a project that went bad and we weren't successful in it, we didn't. that means we didn't make a profit on the project. Many times we would make a list of the mistakes that we made and then pray and seek God and seek direction from other people and not make those same mistakes again. So past mistakes will guide us and direct us and will teach us for future successes. So it's important that we understand that and then we can actually gain wisdom from past mistakes. So anyways, I'll wrap that up and just move on. You know, success is something that requires discipline in our life. It's not something that happens overnight. We've all heard about the the singer on TV and they say, how come you became an overnight success? And the person says, well, I'm 35 years old and for the last 30 years I've been singing and practicing and practicing and singing and working on my voice and taking lessons and singing at little places and, and singing at church and all those kinds of things. And, and no, this was not an overnight success. I've got 30 years in, invested of my life to be successful. So success doesn't happen overnight necessarily. And, and if it does, be careful because you may not be prepared for that success. 
So in the steps of success, we've gone through the scriptures. We've talked about how the book of Proverbs tells us how to make good decisions and how to get wisdom, and that'll bring success to our life. We've talked about the failures of the kings and the successes of the kings, and those that followed the Lord were successful, and those who did not follow the Lord were not successful. And so we don't need to say any more about that, but we also need to learn from it and gain from those experiences that other people have so that we will have a measure of success in our life, and we'll understand what the steps to success really are. So with that, I want to give you one last thought when it comes to understanding the significance of success and how God looks at it. And that comment is just this, God defines success as accomplishing our purpose. I'm going to be doing a podcast in the future dealing with God as our source to find our purpose. And when we do that one, I tell you, it's going to be helpful to you. I know this is going to give you guidance and direction. As a pastor for about 20 years, there was one thing that I found that was consistent with the people that attend our church. Many did not know the purpose that they have for their life. And therefore, if they never discover their purpose, then there's a chance that they will not be successful, obviously, in their walk with the Lord and their walk in life. And so it's crucial we understand that purpose and understand that God wants us to accomplish it. And when those two come together, we're going to receive success. And that success is going to surpass anything that we can understand, that we can comprehend, because God has a plan and a purpose for your life. So in an upcoming podcast, we'll deal with that and talk about how to know and find your purpose. Now, many of you understand totally what your purpose in life. For many years, I felt my purpose was going to be to be a successful businessman and that I'd make a lot of money and I'd be able to give a lot of money to the church and to build facilities and build buildings. But God redirected my path and basically I found out that my purpose in life was to quit my business and walk away from that job, that career that was very successful and go into ministry. You know, it's interesting. I thought for the longest time that maybe that was in the wrong purpose in having that business. But when I look back on it, the purpose of my life was to help build the kingdom of God and reach out to people's lives and help them. I did that when I was in business, and I did that as a Sunday school teacher and also as a man who was counseling and helping people in their businesses. So with that, I found out that my purpose was being fulfilled to build the kingdom of God, not only in my business when I was making money and giving money to the church, but also when I became a full-time time pastor and was fulfilling the same purpose. So just because you're doing one thing today doesn't mean that you're not in the will of God and that you're not fulfilling your purpose in your life. You can do it through many different careers, different paths, and different things that take place in your life. But remember, as long as you fulfill the purpose in your life and you accomplish it, you're going to have great success regardless of whatever it is. You'll have the kind of success that will be remembered and you'll leave a legacy of accomplishing great success in your life. Well, I hope that this podcast has been of help to you and of interest to you. And so I'm just going to pray that God will bless you and bring forth great success in your life. Father, thank you for the opportunity once again to bring this message at this time to those who've tuned in. I pray that you would bless them and that you would anoint them, that they would learn exactly, God, what you have in store for them and never give up on the success that you've placed and planned for their life. I thank you for that and I give you praise for it in advance. In Jesus' name, amen. I'm so excited about upcoming podcasts that we're going to be doing. My next podcast is entitled, God is Our Source for Miracles. A lot of people say that they've never seen a miracle or never had a miracle in their life. But in reality, if you're a follower of Jesus Christ, if you've given your heart to Jesus Christ, you've experienced the greatest miracle that you could ever receive. And that is to go from 
a non-believer to a believer. That basically goes from death to life, eternal life with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about physical miracles because I've been blessed to have three very major physical healings in my body that were all miracles, two of which basically I was sentenced to die in a very short period of time, but God had a different plan for it. And even the doctor himself in his file wrote, the only explanation for my healing was that it had to be a miracle. So I thank God for that. So we're going to tackle the subject of miracles. We may take a couple of weeks dealing with it. First of all, we'll talk about how God is our source for miracles. And then if the Lord leads us this way, the next one might be to how to receive your miracle for your life. So I want you to tune in. I want you to call your friends and let them know that we're going to be talking about the the subjects of miracles and let them know that God is their source for whatever they need in their life and that he has a plan for them, has a purpose for them. So I would encourage you to tell others about these podcasts and I know that they'll be blessed. If you'd like to get additional information about the teachings that I'm dealing with here in my podcast, you can go to my webpage at davidcfriendauthor.com. And when you get there, you'll see there's references to a number of books that I've written dealing with faith and finances and getting out of debt and things I think that'll be a blessing to you. In addition to that, you can subscribe to my podcasts on cpnshows.com or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Because if you'll go back and look at them, those podcasts are online through cpnshows.com and you can go back and see the series of messages we've talked about on faith. We dealt with prosperity. We've dealt with the subjects of trust and how to receive everything from God that you've ever imagined, even more than you can imagine or even think. And I believe that there'll be a blessing to you. So I hope that you will check out some of the other podcasts that we've done as we've now over 100 and 19 of them. So we want to thank God for that. And I want to thank you for listening in and being a part of this podcast. So let me just close with this thought. I pray that the Lord would bless you and keep you. And I pray that his face would shine upon you and that he would be gracious to you and that he would give you peace. As a matter of fact, the peace of God that passes all understanding, I pray that it would guard your heart and guard your mind in Christ Jesus. And I pray that you'll prosper and be in good health even as your soul prospers. So I just believe that, I'm just telling you that I believe that God's got something great planned for your life. I look forward to speaking these podcasts and bringing them to you. And I pray that you'll tune into them and be a part of them. So I want to thank you for being here. So until next time, may God richly bless you.